welcome to The Gray Area, where I dispense advice and give interviews on relationships between gamers. My name is Janessee Gray, and this is the 10th podcast in a weekly series titled Lucent Dreaming. Last week's episode was a conversation with Kylo and Josh on the relationships that form while gaming. Please visit www.genesee.com, the Gray Area homepage, and add to the forum discussion on that topic and to tell me your story. Today is Monday, March 28th, and this week we speak with Rodney slash Aramis, former World of Warcraft player and now new Guildian Rift. Welcome to the show, and I'm so glad to talk to you again. Thanks. Good to be here. Sure. Let's do news of the week. What's going on with you lately? What's new and exciting in your world? News of the week? Well, as far as gaming goes, I just finished my first dungeon in Rifts, which was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I was a healer, and... Was yeah, that it was IT? Uh, no, it was uh, Deep Strike Mines. Oh. And actually, we had the level 50 tanking for us, and he was still taking a lot of damage. I actually had to heal him, which I was surprised. So uh, it was a good time. A little stressful. More stressful than WoW, I have to say. <laughs> really? Why is that? It's just uh, WoW, you know, that stupid little heal bot thing, it really helps a lot. And not having uh. it in this game, is, it's harder. Harder. So. Okay. Well, add-ons definitely a big difference, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm sure that they'll have some eventually for this game. Yeah. Well, they're talking about adding it for later on, so I, I think they will. Uh, so, what level out. is your healer now? He is 34. Oh, I have to catch up. I think I'm only 16 or no, 20. I just turned 20, so I have to catch up. Very nice. Well, I, you know, I'm an addict, so what can I say? I come home and play every night after work, so. I know, that's my news. I'm like, hi, my name is Genesee, and I'm two weeks out of WoW. I'm a Wellaholic. <laughs> you know, I've not logged in in two weeks. Uh, I don't actually miss WoW that much, so I don't oh. know. We'll see. The only reason I think I'm hanging on to my account is that I really want to play the new um, Zulgarub. And I kind of want that mount. Um, I forget the name of it now. The one that you buy, the one that looks like um, a purple tiger with wings. I forget what it's called. There's a purple tiger with wings? Oh, yes, my friend. I will have to link that that to you. It's awesome. It's not like, you know, the Celestial Steed came out and everyone poo-pooed the Celestial Steed. And I feel like I wasted my money with that. But this is a very neat mount. Yeah, I've tried for so long to get the mounts in the in there. I mean, I did several runs, you know, back when it was old Zulgurub, and mm-hmm. I could never get any of the tiger mount or the... I'm trying to think of what the other mount there was. There was a raptor mount. Raptor mount, I couldn't get that one either. No, me uh, neither. And none, none of the weapons. It's called a winged guardian. I will link it to you then. It's a really neat looking. Um, yeah, I, this is another chance, though. You can go back now, and there's a bear, I believe, an armored bear you can get for completing the first four bosses within a certain amount of time, and it's now a level 85, so it's going to be an entirely different zone with new quests and everything else. So I'm kinda, I kind of want to do that, and that'll only take me two weeks to complete, probably, you know, <laughs> and then I'll just, I'll just put my account aside for however long it takes until I come back. Yeah, I, not to sound bitter or anything like that, but I don't know, it's just, my dozen experience in WoW, the people, you know, I tell you, with Cataclysm, people just got really bitter about their characters and about how they changed the game. And, you know, it really wasn't anything that Blizzard did. But to be honest with you, the grouping experience I had in that game was just awful. I just, 
I don't think I want to go back to it. Oh, no, that doesn't well, sound good. Well, I was just, you know, after, you know, Wrath of the Lich King and, you know, you and I both know where we ended up with, you know, original champions and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, I had a lot of fun, you know, running dungeons and raids in Wrath of the Lich King. I didn't really feel there was a need for a change, but the big changes they made in, in WoW, I just, I think people just got really bitter about them. Mm-hmm. Um, they did. A lot of people, especially casters, were pretty um, adamant about, you know, the changes and uh, and just the, the guild perks and things that happened that kind of made people, I think, alter the way they were looking at uh, at groups and stuff. But I don't know. I really liked um, Angry Penguins, where we ended up, and I thought those people were pretty nice. And I feel kind of slightly guilty because I mean, we joined, I joined the guild maybe, what, like a month after you did or something? Mm-hmm. And... I've only been in it for a couple weeks, and, uh, you know, we were supposed to run Blackwing Descent with them, and that's kind of why they wanted us there, and I've only ended up running it twice with them, and, and not really logging in to do anything else except Argent Tournament stuff. <laughs> so I haven't really been a contributing member of Angry Penguins, although they deserve it. They definitely do. Well, they're, uh, I mean, they're good people. I mean, I, I think they were, well... Uh, it's most Steve or Thorn, I guess. Is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He seems like a very nice guy. So, um, uh, you know, I, there's sometimes I do miss chatting with them. I mean, chat miss chatting with uh, Matt. I can't think remember his name. It was Shaman. I think he changed it to Shacklebolt or something like that. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's a nice kid. Um, but other than that, <laughs> you know, playing with you guys and and stuff, I don't know that I really miss the game all that much. But uh, I'm looking forward to Rifts. Rifts is a lot of fun right now, so I hope it sticks around for a while. Well, it seems like you're enjoying it, so that's good. Yeah. You've not left yourself MMO-less. You've replaced it with something equally as nice. exactly. So, I'm excited about this guild, The Legacy, too. They uh, seem like nice people, and uh, I had a good time running with them in my little lobby dungeon. I think it was Iron Fortress or something like that. Well, Crit had me laughing quite a bit while we were doing this dungeon. He's quite a funny guy. Yes, see, I'm glad you talked to him finally. Yeah, he's he's a funny guy. So he had me laughing on the. Of course, I wasn't sharing my laughter with anybody over the over the mic, but he had me laughing on the in my chair here. So uh, he's a good guy. So it was a lot of fun. Good. I'm hoping to have him on, and uh, you know, it's really kind of neat because Rift has been this culmination of so many people that I've played with in different games. Um, some of my good friends, Erica um, River is her was her character in another game and um her husband they work with seth and they also play rift now they they're horde players on world of warcraft and they've moved to rift and they're in legacy with us and so now we have them and they know kratoris and now i have you from world of warcraft and it's all these other people are kind of kind of matriculating in and it's pretty neat i'm, I'm enjoying it very cool i didn't know all that all that background that's very cool yeah i'd like to introduce you to them that would be great. The circle closes. I like it. In uh, World of Warcraft, one of my friends, Josh, was sweet enough to start this guild in an attempt to kind of keep some of our friends together, and he named it after the podcast, um, which was very flattering, but now I'm in the position where we're all leaving World of Warcraft, and I don't know what to do because there are maybe 10 people left in this guild, and you know I'm going to want to close my account, and he's going to want to close his account, and so we have this gray area guild running around, and I don't want it to just fall into somebody else's hands and have them have it. 
bad name or something like that. Yeah. Right. But I don't want to um, get rid of these diehard, you know, loyalists who are still left. So I, I think I'm going to end up having one of my alts become the guildmaster and just never, ever come back. And it's going to not be good for them. Well, that's not a good thing either. Yeah, I don't, I would, I don't know. I think I would just disband it, but, you know. That's the other thought. I might disband it and, and it's only level three, so I don't think that they can't get that back very easily. Oh, they can get that back pretty easily. Yeah, that's, that's not too bad to get. So that'll take them a couple of weeks and that's about it. So, well, I mean, that's very flattering though, that someone that you knew would start up a, a guild like that. I mean, you know. In the end, these games are all about getting to know people behind the characters. I mean, if you don't do that, you might as well just be playing an Xbox or a PlayStation, you know? It's just, that's what these are about, so. Very true. It's very, very sweet true. of him to do that. Have you played any other games lately? I was telling uh, last a couple weeks ago I finished Dragon Age 2, and my friends are trying to get me to play Magicka, which is um, an online game as well, but it's... A little bit different. Um, you create your own spells through eight different categories of of uh, magic, and you can kind of gang up and, and run through it. It looks like an overhead, top-down kind of game, like Torchlight a lot like that. And I haven't I haven't signed up yet, but um, there's a copy I have, so I, I might do that. And it, it's an online game. Yeah, it's a little little guys running around on, on the earth. It, it's you know not anything like World of Warcraft as far as Is visually. It more like Pokemon kind of graphics, or...? Yeah, a little bit. Like, if you've played um, Diablo, it kind of, it's reminiscent of Diablo uh, or Torchlight, gotcha. kind of that okay. view, the top-down. Okay. Uh, I haven't looked into any of the games. Like, the, the only thing I was playing recently was uh, on my Xbox, I was playing Star Wars and still trying to get through. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Force Unleashed, uh, trying to okay. get through that, and I still haven't. You know, with all these games, there's points where you get really just frustrated, and you're going through, and you go. You have to get to save points, otherwise you can't save anything. Uh. And so you're going through, and you're going through, and you do these different skill checks, you know, like jumping over something, and I have to say I suck at jumping over stuff, and <laughs> even with the force <laughs> behind me. Um, and then you have to, you know, fight a boss, and then you can get to a save point. And there was this one time where... You fought the boss, and I had down the boss like 20 times, and there was this jump you had to make to get to the save point. Oh no. And Don't say I, I swear, I, I, I had to do the thing like 20 times, and I had to shut the, the box off, leave and come back, and then do it again. And it was so frustrating, I'm like, I'm never doing this again! <laughs> Count to 20. Walk away. Exactly. Um, I, list, I go to uh, uh, www.mmorpg.com a lot and look at the different uh, MMOs that are coming out. Um, there's one that people are, are talking about called Arc Age. Okay. And apparently it's this kind of odd game where you can make your own character class. There's like a, a little web interface where you drag like, I think it's like five different attributes and you you pull the web out in like three of those different directions to maximize it out in those directions. Mm -hmm. And you can create this new and unique class combination by doing that. And uh, they have some standard ones out of the box, but um, 
and I looked at their website and right now it's all in either Japanese or Korean or I, I really don't know which Asian language it was, but um, it's getting a lot of hype even here in America. So I, that seems like an interesting game. I might check that out when it comes out. I don't think it's due out until like late next year. Oh, so I'll have it, to look that up. I haven't seen it in a PC gamer yet, but I'm sure it'll show up there soon. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Just getting this much hype on that, especially on that site, because I think that's a pretty popular site. Neat. What do you yeah. think about um, Star Wars The Old Republic? Are you going to try that when it comes out? I am going to try it. I do not know if I'm going to enjoy it. Um, the I saw some of their gameplay on their website, and the whole story MMO kind of thing, I, I like the fact that you can get invested like in WoW, you could get invested in the lore a little bit, you know, follow the quests and read them and see what's going on. And you can do that in the Rifts as well, but this game seems centered around, you have a story that you're creating for your character to the point where you go into dungeons and you have to actually talk to people and there's a group of five of you and there's a, a, a circle on the screen and you click which question you'd like to ask and then a random number is generated by the system and then person who wins gets their story or question answered and the rest of the people don't i'm like i don't know it just seems a little that seems very focused on getting that information not the gameplay does it change the outcome i mean is it a flexible storyline where depending on the questions the uh, dungeon will actually alter or is it just information that you gather you know that's a really good question he didn't go into that he just he explained that the way it worked and that you'd ask a question and whoever rolled the higher would get it. I have to assume it does something if they put that much thought into, you know, whose question gets answered. Mm -hmm. I have to imagine it changes either the dungeon you're going into or um, what your, the way your character develops in some way. Mm. So I, I think it sounds cool. I'm, I was one of the games I was looking forward to until I, I found Rifts. Um, so I'm still looking forward to it. I'd like to try it. I love the Star Wars, the whole Star Wars thing. I, I listen to the audiobooks on my car ride to work. Um, I've read some of the books, you know, regular books. I, I love the whole Star Wars universe stuff. So I'm definitely going to give it a try. Good. I'm interested to see uh, what people think because there's definitely a lot of hype for the whole genre as well. And I've played a couple of the just the PC regular ones, and I, I don't remember, dark, is there a Dark Jedi or something? I don't remember. Some of the offshoots of, of those I've played, and, and they were fun. So it looked graphically pretty pretty well done, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how it converts to an MMO. We'll see. Uh, I, the thing for me I, I find interesting that I haven't done in any other MMO is the space travel. I, I don't know how, you know, what that's going to be like, whether you actually can go to, I mean, apparently you can go to whole different planets, but I don't know if you can, how, like if you're stuck to certain like hyperspace lanes to use that terminology or, mm -hmm. or what. So I, that sounds all very interesting. And there's apparently there's even spaceship combat in the game. Oh, okay. So it's not just so, transportation instantaneous. You actually have quests and things that might occur in, in space yes. on the ship. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So... It sounds pretty interesting. I mean, there's apparently there's a whole like living quarters in your spaceship, and because they were showing some of the pictures online about the different, you know, cabin sizes and the layout of the <laughs> ships and stuff, and I'm like yeah, they put a lot of thought into it. So I really hope it it turns out well. 
I really do. I mean, because they can certainly take thing games like Eve Online, yes, and all the advanced space combat they have in that game, and you know, transfer some of it to Star Wars. So it's certainly been done before. So I hope they do a great job with it. Good. It sounds like kind of a mix of uh, Eve and Second Life and the, some odd, some odd things. Everybody always wanted uh, in most games I've played to have sort of like a guild house or. You know, you, now you can have like a personalized cabin. That that would be pretty neat. I would that would like be that. very cool. Yes, I think it would be very very neat. So, we'll we'll have to see. Uh, I know that the people that I play D and D with now uh, in real life, you know, they're all looking forward to Star Wars. So, um, I've gotten three of them sucked into rifts <laughs> already. So, okay, I have to convert the other two. Are they also in Legacy, or do they have their own service that they're playing? Um, no, they're they're all on our our server. I just haven't gotten them into Legacy yet. So I'm hoping that they stay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to let them, you know, get that whole addiction going and build them, <laughs> and then I'll suck them into I see. Legacy. You're yeah. the pusher. I get yeah, exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. So always there to help. Hey, I'll heal for you if you need some help <laughs> or something. You know, just gotta keep that game time up. You know. <laughs> Next time it'll be a little more expensive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on to questions, listener questions. Um, I'm going to answer a couple of the questions, and then I'd like you to help me out as far as what advice you give to these people as well, okay? Okay. Uh, Lonely Baloney asks, I'm tired of playing the game and never having an outside life. I'm considering an online dating site. Does it make me a loser to join one for MMO players? Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't think it makes you a loser at all. Um, there are many, many people who've met online in you know places like Match.com kind of style sites, and surprisingly, there's actually a few that focus exclusively on MMO players. Uh, one of them is called Lucent Heart. Uh, MMO singles and even OkCupid has some things that you can narrow down your searches to find people that enjoy games as well. I would be concerned. Um, for this person that if they've played online games a lot and they're not making friends or you know meeting enough people to have some dating possibilities with the people that they're talking to online um, that maybe they're not being social enough in the game and to work on friendships first and kind of open up a couple of their virtual relationships and get comfortable with people and then move towards dating and things like that a well-rounded person would be a good thing to be uh, I think outside interests and meeting someone in the flesh who shares the same interests would be a final goal for that. So, as World of Warcraft always tells us, take everything in moderation, even World of Warcraft. That always annoys me so much when that comes out. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Rodney? I think what you said is, is, is dead on. I mean, you know, relationships in their cores are about people having some common interests, but also having separate lives and you have to create a balance throughout your whole life and that includes online gaming as well as even being in a relationship you have to find balance and having things in common is great like having an MMO in common is great or playing online games is great but you definitely need to have a balance and get outside and and meet other people as well as you know expand your horizons in the game and you know go talk to other people like you said and, and build friendships and let those friendships blossom into something else definitely if you were single would you consider that do you think joining like a a lucent heart or um 
you know, joining a site like that for MMO players? Do you think that, you know, you would ever do it personally? I don't, you know, it's, I don't know. Um, I, I actually swore to myself that actually if my current relationship ended, I would, I would just take myself off the market. And just not <laughs> oh, do get a hut in the mountains. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I think, I think, yeah, I think I would because, you know, again, you'd have something in common that you two could spend time with uh, in the evening together on. Um, and that's always a nice thing. Um, I don't know if I'd want, I don't know. I mean, it's certainly a shared interest, but I think I would want someone different. I think I'd want someone different that maybe didn't share that because, you know, there's sometimes when honestly, I just want to log in and just veg. You know, I don't want to have to be, you know, on or something like that. And mm -hmm. having my significant other there, I don't know. It feels a little weird sometimes, maybe. I do wonder about that sometimes because, you know, um, I've not had a lot of trouble in the past finding people online that I end up wanting to date. And uh, having having your significant other online and playing with you at the same time has a lot of benefits, but it also does have the detriments where it's like you never really get your own space because you're always like, oh, well, I guess I had a group with you and I guess I had to do this, you know. I mean, there's there's wonderful things about being able to connect together, you know, when you're apart and, and be able to talk, I think, more honestly sometimes in a text Chat. version, right. you know, than, right. than sometimes face-to-face. -face, it's a little bit easier. But I wonder sometimes, because I know that... Um, that you play, you know, alone and you're kind of the one in, in the house that likes the games and not so much, you know, just kind of you by yourself. And I wondered sometimes if that's something that you like to have your own privacy or if you wish that, you know, it was more of a, a couple's thing. I, I actually love the fact that I just do this by myself. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really enjoy spending time with my significant other, um, but I really enjoy just sitting down and playing my game and vegging and letting go of the day and, and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I think I like it that way. I don't know that I really want that person around me all the time. <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess we have to group together, like you said, and yeah, okay, we'll go run this quest together. And, you know, it's like, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I actually ran into a, an interesting article uh, on this site called Terra Nova that was kind of talking about the concept of online dating and how um, that was actually preferable, online dating to, to in-person dating. And I wanted to read a little bit of the article for you and see what you thought about that. Okay. Um, it could get a little long, so just bear with it. This is from Andrea Fryer. She wrote this, and she said, Would you be shocked if I told you not only... Are game-spawned relationships common, but I'd claim they're one of the best ways to get to know someone, especially if you're a, a big city person in the Western culture where people are so careful, picky, and paranoid when it comes to romance. Please note that actually meeting someone compatible in a game may prove to be more challenging, though. Even though souls easily connect, other things may not. For instance, he's 19 and lives with his mom, and she's a 35-year-old housewife. Notwithstanding, let's consider different ways people get to know each other through three example setups. 1. Classic dating. Couples meet in the flesh at a bar, gym, etc. They go on dates, have fun, enjoy romantic dinners, and have great sex. Each are convinced the other must surely be the most charming person in the world. But not once are they put in danger, attacked, or forced to deal with conflict. So of course it's easy to be charming. In fact, they'll probably be on their very best behavior for months on end, and their worst sides might remain in hibernation for years. 
think we've all seen that. Uh, internet dating. Couples meet online and then find themselves chatting every evening, sending long, deep emails, etc. But it's really the same thing as above, and even worse, since with textual communication, they're able to think carefully about every word they write. And the bottom line is that they have total control over their image. And I, I didn't really think about this, but she talks about game dating, where couples meet in the game and decide to spend time together, and they've now stepped into an arena which has removed much of their control over fate, and the couples are subjugated to a whole array of spontaneous situations which demand immediate reaction, bringing out either the best or the worst. And some examples of that are, she talks about uh, if you slay a dragon for two hours and you die for 20 times and your armor's broken, how will the person react? And that kind of is a more honest reaction you know you get to know that person a little bit better than you would you know just meeting in a bar because if someone's able to laugh that off and have a positive attitude and, and maybe try again then you'll know something about them versus the person who kind of has a tantrum and uh you know storms off fuming or, or tells you how you should do it so i thought that was interesting kind of saying that that there's all these different situations that occur in the game that are completely random and you get to see people's kind of just non-rehearsed reactions and how that can tell you a lot more about a person than, than just, you know, going to a match.com where you, you know, see yeah. a profile. I think that's actually a really good perspective. I, I, I didn't actually think about it that way, but you're absolutely right. I mean, you do, you have to deal with those situations and, you know, as you said in scenario two, if you're if you're doing this whole online thing, you do have, you think about every word, you know, and he's like, oh, did that come out right? You know, and you can go back and just delete, you know, if it didn't. Mm -hmm. But it, in an online game, you're right. I mean, I, you and I have both been there when you're in a raid or you're in a group and something goes wrong. It's like, you know, sometimes the worst and people can certainly come out, especially around loot. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of that. Yeah. I mean, when it's time to roll and everybody wants the same thing. Yes. Yeah, you can definitely see some ugly sides of people. So yeah, that's certainly a way to get to know someone. That's true. <laughs> I had so much fun at the beginning of Cataclysm where we were all just like frantic because there's only four mobs and we have to kill like 15 for this quest. Nobody's even looking left and right to see who's there. And you and I are trying to like out pickpocket each other and sneak around each other and steal things behind each other and we didn't even realize that it was each other until at the end i was like rodney you just stole that chest <laughs> do you remember that i, I could see that. you like looking at me and going oh god i can't believe i just said that to you <laughs> and it's just the way it was in the game i mean it was so cutthroat at the beginning of cataclysm and it, every zone every area was like 30 or 40 people and they were all like trying to get this two or three mobs that would pop and the poor mob didn't even have a chance. I mean, it's like, you know, it's just sitting there all of a sudden it appears and it's like, boom, it's dead. Like, oh, it sucks to be a mob at a new <laughs> Collect that... 15 orbs on a table in a tent, you know. Oh, that was brutal. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I think definitely that uh, you could tell a lot about your significant other that way and, and I'm thinking of times in the past and <laughs> <laughs> feeling a little guilty about it, <laughs> actually. <laughs> well, what did you do? Oh, I don't know, but I usually, I mean, I always play a rogue, it's my main character, and he usually has a rogue as well, and, and we often fight over loot, and usually pretty generously, you know, we'll take turns and, and see who's what's better for who, but it's always a competition, it really is, and, and it can get kind of... <laughs> 
Ben and Asti at times. Do you guys ever talk about the, for the days afterwards out, outside the game about, you know, you took that dagger and blah, blah, blah? Um, we don't fight about that sort of thing, but it's more like, what? You were on at 12 a.m. and you were collecting mats for a turn-in? You didn't tell me? You didn't tell me that you were on harvesting that? You know, now I'm like a level and a half behind. You know, like, that's what we fight about right now in Rift, because, um, there's, I have several characters, but they're all lower than level 20, and I'd like to keep my 20 at the same level as other people I'm playing, and, uh, I do get very, I get grumpy, um, when, when someone else plays and they're a level or two ahead of me, I do. I don't like that. I'm going through that with uh, my other friend, Michael, who plays Rift as well, as you know, so he, uh, um, he gets, you know, my cleric is level 34 now, and he's like, you know, he logged on tonight, and he's like, level 34, and he, He's like types faint, and I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> See, I, I take the game very seriously. I do, and and I find, um, you know, I I feel a lot of pressure from the game sometimes, and if I'm supposed to be at a certain place to run with people, like I got very um, pressured because we were doing um, Iron Fortress last night, and I needed to be level 20 for something we were doing and I had like four bars left and they were waiting for me. I hate that. I hate that feeling. People are waiting for you and you have to hurry up and you can't even read the quest. You just gotta go as quickly as possible and, and try to get stuff done so you can catch up to everyone. I don't like that feeling. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pure pressure at its worst. You know, that's just awful. Yes, even when they're gracious and they're all saying, "Oh, it's no big deal. Just take your time." <laughs> like, you know, I'm sitting here screaming, "I can't find it! I can't find the quest giver! I, this library where I push up and down on that elevator, I'm lost. Don't understand." You know? <laughs> oh, that elevator took me a while. <laughs> So, uh, I wanted to ask you, talking about um, relationships and games and, and meeting people, have you ever, other than obviously myself, have you ever been friends with someone virtually in a game and then you've gotten together with them outside of the game in real life? Um, no, the, the, clo the closest I came was when I first started playing WoW. Um, no, I've never gotten together with them physically, but... I had some people that I would, uh, I am with during the day at work, and the very first guild I was in in WoW was called Insomniac Asylum. <laughs> it was on uh, Zul'jin, and the officers, we were all very close, and it kind of, it kind of got us into trouble because we were, we were close enough that we never wanted to be negative with each other because we just didn't want to hurt each other's feelings and it ended up hurting the guild in the end, you know, just because we weren't running things as well as I guess we could have. So, I mean, that was as close. We talked about getting together, you know, we talked about, you know, getting together at some neutral point, you know, in the middle of the country. I think we were talking about Tennessee at the time. Um, I think one of the people lived in Tennessee. I think it was uh, Rathgar, our main tank for the guild. Um, they were all great people and it just dissolved into complete and utter chaos and misery in the end. I mean, we just, I don't even talk to them anymore. I don't see them online, which is very sad because uh, mm. it was a great group of people. Um, but it just, it, it was just awful. So that was the experience I promised I'd never be an officer in a guild again. And then 
<laughs> original <laughs> champions happened. And so now you see where I will never ever be an officer. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that before. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So I mean it this time. Then you put the addendum on. I will never ever be an officer again in World of Warcraft. And <laughs> now you're, it's fine. And now you're in Rift. You can <laughs> see, it'll be fine. There you go. I think it's the kiss of death for me anytime a guild that I'm in says, uh, let's have um, a guild picnic and let's get together and we'll pick a date and we'll pick uh, you know, a state and we'll all get together and have a guild picnic. Every single time that is set in stone, the guild falls apart. <laughs> it's happened to me so many times. I don't know why that is. I think, honestly, my guess is, I'll bet you half of it is just fear. I think people actually, they start thinking about getting together with these people in real life. And I think, I think fear makes them just like, oh my God, I, I've got to leave. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be seen outside the game. I, I got to leave. <laughs> that, I seriously, I think that's part of it. I think, you know, it's very easy to hide behind the avatars in these games. You know, you can hide anything and you know we were talking earlier when she's talking about these these situations random situations where you're you're forced to show your true self uh, i think some of this game does bring it out but i think it's also very easy at the same time to hide a lot of things about your personality or just your physical appearance and i mean you can be anybody you know everybody in the game of course is beautiful every avatar is beautiful that's right. so you know it's it's so easy to hide so many things and i think it scares a lot of people to actually get together and say oh wow i have to meet these people and that could be uncomfortable and are we just going to talk about the game or do i have to actually <laughs> share something of my life you know and i think that's scary for a lot of people so um, i think these games you know for our society are in some ways a great thing and i think some ways they're just i don't know i i, I have to say there's you know it's certainly a if you don't take it with balance and uh, as the game says moderation I think it can be very consuming all-consuming if you know what I mean you know it can consume your whole life definitely um, true I've, I've seen that personal experience as well I mean at the end of the day you have to say what is real that I can count on that is actually going to improve my life and does this virtual sword really mean anything <laughs> Exactly. Not really. No. It's all a bunch of electron, electrons at the end of the day. So. That's right. Although I've had some really good and some bad, actually, but, but good experiences. I mean, I really enjoyed meeting you and Michael in person, and that was really fun getting together. And It was slightly awkward at the beginning. I mean, I think, to be honest, we ended oh, yeah. up talking about the game a little more than maybe I would have liked yeah. to. But I, I think it really blossomed into something where we can talk about our lives as well and and, you know, it was, it's great. I really like getting together with you guys. It was a lot of fun. It was a great day. Um, and looking forward to hopefully many more of those. <laughs> yes. Well, hopefully we can drag Michael in here at some point, too, and uh, and get his thoughts. Oh, I'm sure he would love to give you his thoughts about relationships and gaming, because he <laughs> has some stories, I have to tell you. Oh, good. Um, City of Heroes, Champions Online, I have to tell you, he is a 
I'm not going to use the word that we use with each other. Um, he, he can, he meets some very interesting people. He's very good at asking probing questions and getting people to open up in game. Mm-hmm. Amazing. He tells me these things that, that people tell him and I'm like, how do you, how do you get to a point in a conversation where you talk about that? <laughs> I just like, how do you, how does that come up? He's like, oh, it just comes up and they start telling me things. I'm like, okay. <laughs> People are very comfortable virtually, and and I find that with myself as well. It's much much easier to to type something than to say it, and I'm I'm more comfortable now, you know, speaking on on Skype or something like that than I am in person, you know. But it's a step, baby steps, you know, before you get the more that kind of level of comfort in person. But people will say amazing things uh, in text, and it, they, there's not a lot of boundaries, definitely. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> I actually dated someone that I met in World of Warcraft. And, uh, you know, we were together and we spoke over event as well and some other things. And then I met him in person and it, it definitely did not work out. But, <laughs> but it was an interesting experience. Very interesting what, experience. What was... I, don't want to, I mean, I don't want to get too specific. What was, what was so different uh, between... The game and physical life or real life well um was there just no chemistry between the two of you like yeah that that as well but um people can say things to you and uh you can hear them and understand them but experiencing them is sometimes a completely different thing you know you know someone says oh i live with my mother and you're like oh well it doesn't matter but then if you're dating that person it it becomes something that matters to you (laughs) you know or you know hi i'm 300 pounds well that doesn't matter but it might matter if you don't feel compatible with that person when you get together you know those sort of things that you know just just matter yep so so you can fall in love with someone's soul and Sometimes it doesn't make for a good romantic relationship, but a good friendship. There you go. Very true. Do you still stay in touch with that person or no? Uh, no, it didn't end well. <laughs> it oh, didn't end well. Okay. But if it had, we would. Okay. I usually stay in touch with the exes and things like that. Anything else you'd like to add to the podcast before I close here? No, I, I'm good. This has been a very good conversation. I've had a good time. So. Good. I, I enjoyed having you here. I, I don't get to spend enough time with you. No, we and we need to fix that. So. That's right. Well, now that we're in the same game and <laughs> possibly playing at the same times, we can uh, we can talk again. If I can get you to actually speak in vent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a challenge. I have to say. <laughs> so quiet. <laughs> it's just coming. I never mind. It, it's all those raid leaders. All those years they were talking. You can't talk in vent while the raid leaders talking. I just. I don't say anything. It's like it's simpler. I just don't say anything. It's just easier that way. Uh, I've been trained too well. Oh, we'll have to we'll have to break that because there's not a lot of rating in our future. I don't think. <laughs> True. <laughs> so it's okay. Well, I appreciate you being here. Um, Thanks for having me. Sure. If any of the listeners have suggestions about future topics or ways to improve the show, uh, I have set up UStream to have a live recording. I'm having some technical issues as far as sound with that, and I need to do a little bit more research, but hopefully in the next week, um, uh, you'll be able to join me in chat and participate in the show. Check out Genesee.com, which will let you know what day I'll be recording and the times, and you'll find that on the new gray area website. 
I usually record Sunday nights or Monday nights. Uh, also, you can visit Genesee.com to let me know your questions and to add to the current discussion for this week. If you have any gray areas in your relationship and you'd like to submit a question, or maybe you need some advice and a new perspective, please email me at GeneseeGray at Yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week with a new episode.